I was serious. That anthem was so moving, so perfect, that it just kind of rattles us, right? Thanks be to God for having a place where we can come together as one family, as one body, and experience the closeness and the fellowship that we have with one another. Um, I want to focus a little bit. I'm going. I'm putting my teacher hat on, and uh, those of you that saw me come in, I came in with my charts and my pens, and so it's going to be a typical, pretty interactive sermon. Um, I know I will hear about it at home later, but that's okay. Um, a system. I was teaching science. We've been focusing on the human body this trimester. And uh, we've been hitting a certain part of the body as we move along and the importance of that part of the body. We have gone through the bones and our hands and how our bodies need our hands and how animals use their claws to catch their prey. And uh, last week we moved on to the eyes and uh, all the different parts that make up the eye and how if the um, retina is too close to the pupil or to the cornea, then it's not going to be clear enough. And if it's too far, it's not going to be clear enough either. And, uh, and it's like, well, why do some people go blind? And what do blind people see? And we talked about the importance of the cornea lens in the eye and why it's so important for us to take care of it and how everything is connected then to the optic nerve. And if the optic nerve is not working, then we do have a real serious problem because that's the nerve that sends all the information to the brain. And I was, as, as I was preparing for today's sermon, I thought, you know what? That's exactly what the church is. The church is a system. And the definition of a system, hold on a minute. I can't give you everything I wrote on the chart. So the system is a collection or combination of parts forming a complex or simple whole. Hmm, complex. Yesterday, a group of us had the opportunity to go to Torrance First United Methodist Church for a listening post to um, talk and to share our ideas about the big debate within the Methodist Church as a congregation, as a big congregation. Um, it was a complex topic. And it is a complex and very, very um, controversial issue, we might say. But we need to go back then to 1 Corinthians 12, where the Bible tells us that God has created us, and he created us as part of the body, and each member has a purpose. Each member has a purpose. Hmm. 
As I said, and I look at the choir, I know, and I don't want to offend anybody out there, I'm included out there, uh, some of us would have a difficult time sitting up here and learning and being able to stay in pitch and do all the things that they do. I know many of us would have a difficult time distinguishing between the, the black and the white keys here and you know, you see black and white, and then we have our pianos just come, and that piano is full of color. How he does it, I don't know. Same thing with the organ. It's a very complex instrument, and yet they make it seem very easy. But I'm sure that they have practice. I'm sure that they have studied. And as members of the body of Christ, that's something that we must do. We must practice. We must study in order for us to be able to work the way God intends us to work. I'm going to ask you to go back to your Bibles. And um, I don't just want to stop at verse 14. Because up to verse 14, it's, it's very nice. Okay, for the body is not one member, but many. Hmm. No big deal. But if we go to uh, verse 27, it says, Now you are Christ's body and individual members of it. We have now been challenged to become part of the body of Christ. And God has appointed in the church first apostles, prophets, teachers, miracles, gifts of healing, gifts of the tongues, administrators. And if we keep reading back to uh, 31, but earnestly desire the greater gifts, and I show you a still more excellent way. It says here that we do not have all the same capabilities that everybody else has. But it says that we need to be united continuously in the body of Christ. We need to remember that the body of Christ is a complex system. It does not tell us that it's going to be easy. Baking a cake? Yeah, follow A, B, C, D. And then you get to E and you realize, oh, I'm missing an egg. So you have to go and you get it and then you put it in. Well, without that egg, the cake is not going to be good enough. I think unless you're Helen, because I don't know how she does it but everything turns out delicious, <laughs> or unless you're my mom. You know, it's like, Mom, there's nothing to eat. Oh, yeah, there is. She goes and looks in the pantry, and voila, you have a, a good meal. Well, let's go in our pantries. I don't have a talent. That's what we might think when we look at the mirror. It's like, what can I do? The church can't use me. I'm old, I can't walk, I'm too young, I am too busy. 
But you know what? Go inside, look at the pantry, and see what is it that God has given me that I might be able to help others. Something as simple as, oh, you know what? I haven't seen Linda Monroe in a while. Oh, I haven't seen uh, this person in another while. Let me make a phone call. I can't go visit them, but I can certainly use my phone and I can make a phone call. You, all of a sudden, have become an integral part of the body of Christ because you are sharing your faith and you are sharing your love and you are sharing with one person that might be in need. You're letting them know, you know what? I've missed you. You do matter. What is the gift? What is it that you have in your pantry that you can offer to the Methodist Church in order to help the complex system? As we've been working on nominations, trying to fill the slate of officers of all the things that um, the church needs in order to run as smooth as possible, we were sitting there and the same names kept popping up. And so then I asked Pastor Lee, hey, can I have the pulpit one Sunday? And it's like, oh, you know what, Laity Sunday is coming up. And I said, perfect. Let me challenge my congregation to open their pantry. I don't have the time to know individually what your gifts are. I don't have the know-how to get in touch with each of you to see what is it that you can do for the church. Are you willing to help the church? Do you know all the committees that the Methodist Church has? And so that's where my teacher hat comes on. At school, we call it loving contribution points. And each teacher must sign, um, I think it's a, a between seven and eight contribution points. And they're called loving because you might not be getting something in return, except that the kids will see you out there, the parents would appreciate it, and so you, you are getting something in return. That's the same thing that we're doing when we are working for the church in different committees at the church. We are getting rewarded by coming together and talking to people that we might not be familiar with. Uh, yesterday was really good to find, to get some inside details on some of our friends and, and members that have been here for years. And uh, it's like, oh, I didn't know you, you kind of had to drive two hours to see your mom. Oh, wait, I had forgotten about your sister going through such a difficult time. You know, that connection. Pastor Lee was asking us to please go to fellowship hour. That's where we can connect with each other. That's where we can talk and, and become familiar with each other. We can be part of that complex system within the United Methodist Church in El Segundo. Our little church, it's one little part compared to the entire conference or to the global ministry of the United Methodist Church. What opportunities 
does God give you within the El Segunda United Methodist Church? Where do you want to see our local United Methodist Church going? Let's keep in mind, just as the choir did so beautiful this morning, reminding us, what is our purpose? What is the purpose of this system that is so complex and sometimes we think so broken beyond repair? Well, the Bible tells us God has your back. We are one body. We are one faith. We have one spirit, the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit that is going to help us connect and help us work together within this complex, complicated system. But we can't do it alone. So I'm challenging you today to give us maybe one one contribution point, one loving, godly contribution point. And some of you might not be aware of everything that is needed, but let me just give you a little synopsis of it. Our finance department, we are in need of a chair. What does that mean? We need somebody that uh, can take the reins of the committee and guide us through, um, maybe you have a little financial knowledge. That's a place for you. Maybe you, you have some financial knowledge, but you don't want to be in charge. Well, you know what? Take a mini, mini committee within the finance, which is the stewardship committee. What do they do? Oh, that's what Bibi did last year. You know, she challenged us to meet our, badge, our budget. Oh, I can't do any of that. I can't talk to people. Then you know what? Become a member at large. Get involved in the committee for a couple of years so you see how, they, how the committee works. What is needed within our church? There's two spots for you right there. Hmm. Great time to get away from your spouse or great time to come with your spouse. Just a challenge there. Oh, I can't do anything with money. All I can do is tell stories. Ha! Huh, we have a spot for you. Education committee. We need three members at large. No, you don't have to teach every Sunday. You might not even want to teach at all, but you want to see what is it that the education committee can do. What do I want to see the education committee doing? Oh, we need three members at large. There's another spot you can sign your name to. Nominations. We have a couple of spots. One, just one year commitment next year. Another one, oh, it's a little bit longer commitment. Let me see what it's about. Just kind of come to the meetings the first year and then the following two years, I'm gonna get right there. They don't meet a lot. Finance, yes, maybe a meeting every other month or a meeting monthly, depending. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not interested in that. 
I want to I see how I can serve others and the social work that the church does. The mission committee needs a member at large. What ideas do you have for our mission committee? Where do you want our money to help others? What are some areas that you think we can use missions? Oh, no, no, that's too much. Well, you know what? An acolyte chair. You have kids that are acolyte age? That would be perfect. You can come with your kids on Sunday, and they can acolyte. What do they do? They light the candles, and then they, you know, take the light out into the world. And uh, once in a while, it would be nice for our acolyte chair to kind of take a look at the, the robes that the acolytes wear. Um, do they need to go to the cleaners? Oh, I can do that. You know, take them after church on Sunday, drop them off Monday, pick them up on Friday, or I can wash them at home. That would be great. Church council. We already have two uh, members that are going to annual conference. But if either one of us gets sick or something happens, it would be nice to have somebody represent the El Segundo United Methodist Church at the conference. And once again, a member at large. What do they do? Get involved. See what it's all about. Bi-monthly meetings, quarterly meetings, a commitment that we can all make. Oh, it got quiet. That means you're thinking, where can I write my name? Where can I serve? Where can I get involved? How can I help this complex system become a greater and a well-oiled machine? How can I exercise my faith? When you write your name, notice I said when and not if, but when you write your name, go back to the hymn that we sang this morning. Open my eyes that I may see glimpses of truth thou hast for me. You're looking for truth in the world. There is truth that God has given us. Open my ears that I may hear voices of truth thou sendest clear. What is that voice? What is that message that God is sending to us? Open my eyes Open my mouth. Let me hear gladly the warm truth everywhere. Open my heart and let me prepare our system is in motion under one God, under one faith. So that becomes our challenge to you. Yes. I will have the opportunity to exercise my body. I will have the opportunity to challenge myself and stretch my thinking. I don't know what talents you have, 
You know what talents you have. You know where God has been calling you and you have been saying, uh, not yet, I'm not ready. God has a call for each and every one of us. And let's remember the, as we sing the next hymn, if you feel called to come write your name, I will post the, the charts over there while we are singing. Listen to the hymn. Listen to pray about it, you know, throughout the service. And maybe at the end or maybe next week, you decide, you know what? This is something I can do. This is where God is calling me. This is where my one faith becomes active. And this is how I can help the complex and complicated body of the United Methodist Church in El Segundo become a well-oiled machine. Amen.